This is Isaac Bravo doing a podcast for English 1101 Project 3. Today I'm going to talk about the incentives, the correlation of crime and poverty. I am joined here today with good friend Devin Vogel. Say hello. Devin. What's up? Say hello. Okay, Devin, I have some questions for you that I would like you to um, kind of answer and give your thoughts on, okay? Okay. Okay, so as you know, a couple weeks ago, I did a project on the correlation of crime and poverty. And I decided to interview you because I believe that you are, one of my friends are most fit that have been through enough experience and knows enough about this type of subject to talk about. Loki. Okay. Cutting out. I am? Yeah. Okay. Let me see. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to ask you some questions and you say kind of how it makes you feel. Okay. Bye. So how did poverty affect your lifestyle growing up? You know, Growing up poor, especially because, you know, I'm from an inner city, big city. Uh-huh. You, you, when you grow up like that, you see a lot of violence. Like, you know what I'm saying? You see a lot of drugs. You see a lot of like, okay. stuff you should have been seeing when you were a kid. It gave me a different mentality. Okay. So, would you say that you kind of lived around crime? No, yeah. I definitely would say that. Okay. Mobile actually has one of the highest, uh, like, catch rates in the whole country. Yeah. Like okay. After you get arrested, you will guarantee to get convicted in Mobile. Okay. So, how how did crime really affect your life? Well, growing up, you know, I saw people, family members, even you know, resort to crime mm-hmm. to you know be able to afford stuff, be able to like buy me clothes, be able to just in general do anything because you know a lot of those people were already felons. It's the only thing they could really turn to. Okay. So, would you say that the people around you, having them like commit a crime around you, do you think it made you want to commit a crime or have give you an incentive to commit a crime? Well, no, not really. Okay. In my personal experience, I know it can, it will, and can be different for some people to where the older people are pushing it onto you, mm-hmm. but it was. It, even the person who was doing it in my life was always demonizing it and always telling me how bad it was and how, like, I could find a different route. A, you know, college or football, really. Okay. Okay. Have you personally committed a crime on the basis of you felt like you needed to commit this crime for able to use, like, live comfortably or for you to, like, eat or anything like that? Yeah. Okay. So... When you did commit a crime for those reasons, what incentives did you have? Shit, I was hungry. Like, real shit? Okay. I used to steal, like, out the Dollar General when I was a kid. Okay. Like, food and shit, bro. Okay. So, you feel like... What do you think had more of an effect on on your... On crime for you? Was it just you being hungry, you trying to survive? Was it, like, the environment you grew up in? Or was it peer pressure from other people? 
I would say more so the environment I grew up in. Okay. It pushed me to have to, you know, take. Because it just wasn't given, given. You know, I didn't have family down there like that. Only had, like, my close group of people. Okay. And I would say, you know, growing up, I saw what other people were doing. And it probably did play, like, a little bit of an influence to where I felt like that might be one of the only ways. But I was always told, you know, it was better to get a job than to rob. Okay, that's good. So, do you think that what 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 was the environment growing up for you? What like who were the people that were around you, and what kind of lifestyle did you live? Well, moved when I was a kid. Like I moved down to Mobile, right? Uh I was like two, and my little brother Taman, his dad is the person who really moved us down there. And he's like, he's older, okay. you know, he's like 50, 60 now. But back then that, that was like my dad. Mm. And, you know, in order to take care of stuff, cause you know, he has warrants all over the place in order to take care of like business. He resorted to, you know, selling. I understand. As many times as like my mom didn't want us to see that, you know, uh, uh-huh. When you're, you see it, like every kid sees it, you'll, you'll notice it. So like, you'll, you'll, you'll just like, kind of like ignore it and you'll see it as like a means to an end. Okay. Okay. It doesn't mean it's like justified, still wrong, but there was no other way, you know, he could handle his business and take care of the house. And that's what he really was doing it for, taking care of us. That's understandable. Do you feel like... He committed those crimes um, to be able to, like, make your mom and make, like, his son and you, like, live a little bit more comfortably? No, yeah, definitely. Okay, okay. I mean, yeah, definitely because, like, in my case, my mom wasn't able to ever get food stamps because she made too much. Uh But she also had four kids. Uh Uh-huh. We're we're all, like, two, three years apart, you know? Yeah. We're real close in age all my siblings so we all needed like the same stuff we would go to school luckily there we had uniforms so we didn't have like you know we wear the same five uniforms but it was like oh she would like they would uh hustle to get us shoes if you go to school you're gonna get made fun it was always in the best interest of us so we we could have shit because i always had stuff like that's something i will always say i always had stuff i always had nice shoes I had a DS. I always had like games. I always had like an Xbox, mm-hmm. PlayStation. Always had stuff. Okay. It's not like it was always for like us. Do you think? It was a means to an end. Okay. Okay. Do you think that um that it's like that for like a certain demographic of people, and like if not, like uh huh. I think it's like that for most people. Okay. Like so most people, I would say the reason they are going to do this is to get in a better position for themselves, for okay. their kids. Because you really push to that, you know, like in, in my in my stepfather's case, Butch, he he, he he's a felon. You know, he, uh-huh. he was charged with a felony crime when he was like 18, 19. Right. Mm-hmm. So right there, he can't get no job since he was 18. Right. They yes. won't hire him. The only way this nigga knew how to get money was what he was doing okay and it's not right but it's the only way he knew how to survive so okay okay 
So do you think that if you were any other like demographic, these same things would apply regardless of race? Yeah. Okay. Do you think your race and your demographic had any impact on your life situation? Well, yeah, I would say since, since you know, I'm black uh-huh. and my stepdad is like a full black big guy, it, it would be harder for him to get a job as a felon than it would for the same white person with the same type of charges to get a job. Okay. Especially in Mobile, Alabama. No. Do you believe that some or like certain races or demographics commit more crime than the other demographics or races? I mean, statistically, yes, but that's just a product of uh, redlining and they were pushed into a certain area, the more poor areas, hence why they commit more crimes out of desperation. So do you believe if the tables were like turned and it was, um, let's say, Eurocentric, more Eurocentric people being put in those situations where they couldn't like afford loans or they couldn't get houses and they couldn't afford to move out of bad neighborhoods do you think that those statistics would also be switched in a reverse situation Uh yeah i think it'd probably be the same so you're saying regardless of race regardless of what skin color you are most crime just happens because you're trying to basically survive yeah okay so, in today's society, since we keep dwelling on the um, the past and stuff like that, let's start talking about more uh, modern and, like, kind of the future. Let's, uh, yeah. Do you believe in today's society that most people are, like, pushed to commit crimes? Yeah, most people are. Okay. So, do you think that um the reasons that are... The reasons why people commit crimes today are the same reasons people have committed crimes almost like of all American history? Typically, yes. Unless there's like, you know, some type of like thing that's out of like, you know, mental health wise. Okay. Okay. So what has been some consequences you'll say of like Growing up as you did and living that lifestyle? Uh, my mental health. You know, like, there's a lot of trauma involved okay. with seeing that type of stuff as a kid. Uh-huh. Like, I remember, I remember one time I was, like, six, seven years old, and, you know, somebody tried to run off, you know? So I literally, like, watched my stepdad pull a gun on him and try to fire five, six times the gun jam. Okay. But... It, you know, it's shit like that. It's just really traumatic, especially as a kid, because you don't fully understand why. Uh huh. You know, he's doing that, and you don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't. You don't really understand like that as a kid. So yeah. you kind of like hold that type of resentment. But the older I got, you know, the more I understood. Like, yeah, he was just really trying to like do his thing. Okay. He was just really trying to like ha- have us in a better life. Do you think that the crime? that happened in your childhood and like happened like not even so long ago do you think it was maybe like necessary for it to happen for you to be able to be where you are right now that what 
do you think that um that like the crime that you experienced and like let's say um what your like stepfather did do you think it was like a necessity for you to be where you are right now i mean the the question is was it a necessity for him to do that like yeah to, for him to yeah choose the type of line of, i mean yeah because he couldn't find a job anywhere else and like it's either you know uh-huh. you got four kids at your home or your kids starve or you know you risk going to jail okay <laughs> you know me personally uh-huh i would risk going to jail you know yeah i got four kids starving at home i'm gonna risk going to jail before i let my kids starve okay okay um when you did commit those crimes how did you feel as a kid or both like as a kid and when you dwell back on it as a kid i didn't really understand and it was kind of like hidden from me Uh you know what i'm saying like it was like hidden from me but i I like, now that I'm looking back at it, now there was a lot of guns in the house. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> like a, a lot of guns in the house. That, uh-huh. Like, probably weren't supposed to be there. But, like, as a kid, I just thought it was normal. You know, that's just how it is. Yeah. Like, you know, you grow up in an area like that. That's just what you're going to think is normal. Okay. But now I see, like, the necessity of it. But I don't agree with the actions taken. But I do understand the, the necessity of it. Okay. Okay. Like why you were caused to do that. Okay. Like why he was pushed to do the actions that you had to do. It's okay. like I'm sure he didn't want to do that, you know. Now now like, you know, he has a job. He's he, That's good. He works out in like Washington now, like he has a job, he has a whole bunch of stuff. Once he was afforded the opportunity to not live that lifestyle, he took it. That's good. Okay. Do you think crime happens like as a person like deciding oh i'm going to commit this crime or a person that feels pressured or is put in a situation that wants to commit the crime do you think like the question is like do you think crime is like pressured or more like on that singular person decision well i don't see for me i don't think things are random like like, I don't think most things are random. Like, okay. I say, I say a little bit of both. There's some people, like I said, there's some people who have like mental illness and they just want to kill somebody, right? They okay. just want to do it. But then there's like the the majority of crimes in my eyes where like, oh, a robbery happened, right? Why did the dude do the robbery? Well, you know, maybe he has a kid at home that needs like needs new school supplies for the school year. Same reason why around the holiday seasons, crime upticks because people are growing more desperate. You know, you got kids at home. And they can't celebrate Christmas and uh-huh. all their friends are getting Christmas presents. That's going to be hurt. That's going to hurt them. Like, you know? Okay. You, you, it, like, you don't want your kid to go through that. And I understand, like, as a kid, that's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. You know, you see your friend coming with some new shoes and you got, like, your old Air Forces on. And then you get made fun. You know? Yeah. Okay. So. Most of the time, it's, like, other, like, societal pressures that drive people to commit crimes, at least in my opinion. Okay. So, do you think that that level of, like, not having something or, like, you know, poverty, so to say, do you think poverty and crime have a really strong correlation in your perspective? Yeah. 
I would say they have like the most correlation. I would say most crimes happen, and well, in wealthier areas, but from like let's say like L.A. for instance, right? Uh You would see like targeted tax on Asian families because Asian families have a a disdain lack of banking, right? Okay, they don't trust banks, right? So people will go from the hood, you know, from Compton, from South Central, from wherever they're from in L.A. You know what I'm saying? Uh Wherever the poor area they're in, and they'll go. And rob that Asian person. So it happened in a higher income area, but it's not a native from that area who did it. Okay. It's somebody from the slums. It's somebody who like probably doesn't have much. Okay. Who knows what like you know, who knows what they were going through? Who knows like why they felt like they had to do that? But in a lot of cases, I always say they had to do that, A for their sibling. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I know I know a lot of I know a lot of dudes who Start selling, you know, so their siblings don't have to, you know, what I'm yeah. saying? that's how a lot of people see like, if I do it, and like, if you're a street dude, the ultimate goal is your little brother isn't going to be a street dude. He don't go to school. He don't okay. be straight. He don't mm-hmm. play football. He don't do the things you were not able to do because of your circumstances. It's more of an avenue to help the people around you. Okay. So as we, I think we kind of agreed that poverty and crime have a direct correlation but do you have almost like any idea how we could stop that level of like crime well we need to afford like lower income people we need we need more so uh social safety nets okay so things like uh, free health care uh more access to food stamps because that's another thing it's really hard to get food stamps. If you ever try to get food stamps, it's super fucking hard okay. to get food stamps. It's more safe, like social safety nets, more self-reported to the people, so they don't feel like they have to go out there and do these crimes in order just to eat, you know? Okay. Live on the next day. So, do you think that if we, let's say, helped poverty in America, do you think the crimes will also reduce? Yeah. Okay. I think I think crimes will also reduce. Okay. We like snuff out poverty. Okay. Well, um, that's the end of the interview, Devin. Thank you for your, um, thank you for your, um, answers. Thank you for your help. Um, I'm going to do the conclusion. Uh, so thank you, Devin. You want to say anything before you go? Um, no, not really. I guess another thing would be, okay. You also see like homeless people getting charged with like, a lot of like stupid crimes, you okay. know what I'm saying? Like public intoxication, public indisposure, but they're like addicts and they just need help. Okay. So yeah, I would say, yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. We just De- need better social safety nets and to help these people. Okay. Thank you, Devin. Bye. Sick. Okay. So as we see here, me and Devin has created a clear solution a clear correlation between crime and poverty. And so I believe we have came to the conclusion that if we do help poverty, if we do raise those social nets, if we do spend a little bit more money in social welfare programs, then ultimately we could ease that level of... um of crime in our cities of that um crime because most crime is centralized to a place and those centralized places 
are mostly low-income neighborhoods. And so as Devin was saying, it's not a race problem. It's not the color of your skin leads you to commit more crime. It's not a cultural problem. It's a poverty problem. People are going to need food. People are going to need housing. People are going to need shelter, medication, and water. People, These are necessities that you need for you to live comfortably in, in today's society. And when you cannot get those things, ultimately, the only thing you can do is get the, that money from the necessities from quick cash, such as, such as selling, gang violence, mobbing, and even as Devin explained, stealing. And so as a conclusion, I want to say that a cor- there's a clear correlation between pr- crime and poverty. It is not a race problem. It is not a culture problem. It's not a people problem. It's a money problem.